Well, hello there, it's Morgan here and welcome to today's episode. The question of today's episode is feeling overwhelmed. What do you need? Feeling overwhelmed. What do you need? This question came from another question that I asked in the Storyteller app, which is what are some things that are helpful when you are feeling overwhelmed? Wound. This question came from a place of me recognizing in my own life that when I'm feeling overwhelmed, there are certain things that I go to over and over and over again. And it took me a long time to be able to observe and notice what those things were. So I want to give you a few examples of how I find the things that help me when I'm feeling overwhelmed. And again, this took me a long time to come up with this list. So I wanted to just create a space within this episode for you to also go on a journey throughout your life to find those things that help you when you are feeling overwhelmed. So the very first thing that I did when I recognized that I needed to create a practice out of going back to those things that helped me not feel overwhelmed. The first thing that I did was I looked at my daily routine and I looked at what I was doing throughout my day. So my days are very different from one another. I don't really have a routine in the sense of, I wake up at this time, I go to bed at this time. It really does vary for me. So starting with a routine that that may sound like it's a bit more organized than than it is. And if you have a very specific routine, then that's okay as well. But this is definitely an area for myself personally where my ADHD really wins. <laughs> and it's very hard for me to have like a very set routine. But what I did find is that there are some things that I routinely do every single day, even if I wake up at different times, even if my schedule is different. And the first one is pretty practical. And that is that I have a massive water bottle that I manage to fill up every morning. So by the time I go to bed, I have this water bottle and I'm usually drinking water before falling asleep and I wake up and one of the first things I do, it's not always the first thing, but one of the first things I do is I fill up that water bottle. And I did not realize that this small thing was something that was helping me in moments where I was feeling overwhelmed, just taking a moment to slow down throughout the day and drink some water until I lost the water bottle. So I don't know what happened to it, but it disappeared. And when it was gone, oh, I felt it. My whole day felt like it was off. And it was in that moment that I realized, I was like, yes, water does help replenish and fill my physical body, but it's also helping my very anxious mind in those moments where I'm feeling stuck or I'm feeling overwhelmed. And I just drink some water. I just take a moment take a beat to drink some water. And I'm allowed to have this very specific way of drinking water. 
And now I find myself, now that I've identified this, it took losing it to be able to find this to be true about myself. But now that I have this water bottle, I'll have these moments where I'm standing at the refrigerator and I'm filling up the water and I just have a gratitude moment where I think, wow, I'm so grateful that I have access to clean water. There's so much that I have to do today. I don't feel like I got enough sleep. And at the same time, I have this access to water. This is kind of a big deal. Not only do I have access to clean drinking water, but I'm also able to drink this clean drinking water inside of a bottle that I feel very attached to and I feel very close to. And just like that, this has become a, a not only a, a cue for my body, which lets me know, hey, I'm thirsty, but it's also a visual cue when I'm sitting at my desk, like I'm at right now, I'm sitting at my desk and I look over and I see that water bottle and there are no words on this water bottle. There is nothing particularly fancy about it. I can't even tell you the brand name of it. I don't even know. But when I look at it, I see a visual reminder. Hey, Morgan, do you need a minute? Do you need a minute? Do you need to (laughs) just take 15 seconds to slow down just for a moment, even though you're so overwhelmed that you can't even factor in taking 60 seconds? Can you take 15 seconds? That water bottle is a reminder. So if you are like me dealing with feeling overwhelmed and you have those moments where you don't even know where to start, I want to encourage you to look at your daily routine and look at those little things that you do throughout the day. And it may take a few days to find it. Like you might not find it at first again. For me, I didn't realize it till I lost the water bottle. But maybe for you, it's something else. You always put on those slippers. You always have this particular lamp turned on. And of course, those things may not make the big overwhelm go away. But what they can do is when you notice it and you notice that this is something that you get to do, that it's important to you, it's meaningful to you. If it were gone, you would notice it and it would take some adjustment. Just taking that moment to say, okay, I'm just going to be present to this while I am filling up this water bottle, while I am opening this window, while I'm turning on this light or turning on this music like I always do. I'm just going to take a moment to be grateful that I have these few seconds. And a lot of times these little things in our routines are are just a few seconds or not even a whole minute. I'm going to just take some time to be grateful that I have that. And amidst everything going on, I can take these 15 seconds to breathe and fill myself up. So the first thing I looked at is routine. And the second thing I looked at are my good habits my existing habits. So there's much to be said about the habits that we need to create. I have a list of habits (laughs) that I need to do, if that's the correct way of saying that. But we're going to just set that aside for a moment and talk about the good habits that you already have. So for me, one of those good habits, I've already kind of talked about it a little bit, is drinking water. So for some reason, I <laughs> I managed to be really good about that. And a lot of it attributes to me saying, I really like this water bottle. And when I lost it, I missed it. And 
now it's here and I recognize that this is special to me and it happens to be a good habit. But I want to talk about some good habits that might not be the most obvious. So one example of this is, are you somebody that enjoys listening to positive, energizing music on a regular basis? You are in a habit of curating and creating space, sonic space in your environment that is positive and encouraging. Yes, it may just feel like a playlist, but there's so much more to that. That's a habit that you've cultivated and that you are bringing into your life. And even if you don't turn on this playlist every day or you don't listen to it all the time, if that's something that you've taken any time to do is to create a playlist based on a good mood and wanting to be in a good mood, that's a good habit. You returning to that playlist again and again, it's a good habit. So maybe you can even go back and look at like, your Spotify wrapped or however you listen to music and you can see the most popular songs that you've listened to. And maybe that tells you, tells a story of like, wow, I was in a habit of listening to encouraging music or music that just helped me be present to the moment. You know, it doesn't always have to be like happy, upbeat music, but you're in a, in a habit of listening to that. And again, that may seem like a small thing, but it's, just been not, I mean, for some people, even less than a decade of everyday people, myself included, of us just always cultivating playlists. Like there's a lot of human history when it comes to listening to recorded music, where we were just listening to whatever was playing on the radio, or we were buying albums. The whole idea of creating playlists is relatively new. This is a relatively new habit. That's a, it's you most likely, if you're listening to this, when you were born, that didn't exist. So it's not something we were just born doing, like, you know, needing to have food and water and air. We cultivate habits of different things. And of course, it's very easy to focus on the bad habits, the things we need to change or the new habits that we need to create. But what about these little habits that we've been cultivating over the years and we need to give ourselves credit for that. And when we're feeling overwhelmed, maybe we can start recognizing those moments where I turned on my music playlist, those moments where I created that additional space to just listen to music and, and stretch or just back away from the desk, whatever it is, those moments were moments where I was really in the flow with my good habits. Another example of this might be calling friends or sending friends Marco Polo videos or text messages, whatever it is, however you communicate with the people in your life. If that is something that you are in a habit of doing, then that is worth recognizing in those moments where you feel overwhelmed. This is another space that most likely when you were born, you didn't have all these different ways to communicate with people. There was probably just a few 
talking to them in person, calling them on the phone, the idea of a video call, the idea of sending somebody a hey, video, a walkie-talkie video who's across the world, that wasn't something that would have been commonplace for most people. And yet, as time goes on, again, we we, we know about the, the bad technology habits, but there are these other habits that ended up being created. I'm now in a habit of thinking, when is the last time I FaceTimed my sister? Or when is the last time I sent a text message to this friend? And if that's something that you have cultivated in your life, even if you don't do it every day, but every few weeks or every few days or whatever your schedule is, you you like checking in with people or when people reach out to you, you respond, however that is that you do that, even if you're not somebody who's able to text everybody back right away. If, if you've ever responded at all, if you've ever sent a text to somebody that you're just, I, I wonder how they're doing, or I just want to let them know that I was thinking about them. If you've ever done that, that is a habit. <laughs> you were, you were not born doing that thing. Chances are that showed up within the past decade or a little bit more than a decade in your life. And that's something that you've cultivated. And that's something that when you're feeling overwhelmed, whether you are feeling overwhelmed by things happening in your environment or things that you're seeing online or whatever it is, how can you create space to keep returning to that good habit? So the way that I've done that in my life is by just acknowledging it. Even the way that I'm speaking about this now, it comes from the fact that I spend time really thinking about the little things that I do each day when I'm making a playlist. This is not just something that everybody has just always done. This is relatively new. I've, I've found a way to use this tool, this technology for something good, something useful in my life. So I chose to focus on technology with, with this habit section because I, I, I do believe that there is a much to be said. And of course, there are very legitimate concerns and I don't want to minimize that at all when it comes to technology, technology usage and the habits around that. But through that, there are some, some moments like creating playlists, creating group, tra- group chats, sending emojis, checking in with people via video or sending voicemails, however you do it. There are some little ways that you've been cultivating good habits all along. And it's worth it to spend some time just reminding yourself that, yeah, I've done that. So in those moments of overwhelm, you can return to those good things. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, what do you need? That is the question for today's episode. We've talked about routine, looking at our routine for clues. We've talked about looking at our good, non-obvious habits for clues. And finally, I want to talk about your interests. So your interests are things that they're not necessarily required that you spend time thinking about them or you spend time reflecting on them, but for whatever reason, you find yourself drawn to it. So Maybe you find yourself drawn to historical period dramas, or maybe you find yourself really interested in reading nonfiction books about neurodivergence, or perhaps you enjoy listening to podcasts about real life experiences or stories or poetry or whatever it is. What are your interests? And if you're and it kind of like, eh, I don't know, or I'm kind of all over the place, then look at what you're subscribed to. Are you subscribed to streaming services? Are you subscribed to certain apps? Just look at what, what you're opening that you 
pay for or that you subscribe to? What are you clicking on the most? Another place to look is what you've pinned on Pinterest or what you have favorited or saved on social media like TikTok or Instagram. There's all kinds of places to find what you are interested in. And this interest thing is twofold. You can look at your interest through through two in two different ways if you're feeling overwhelmed. The first thing is a source of entertainment, a source of just giving yourself a break amidst everything you have going on. I think somewhere during the lockdowns, I started watching the television show Dairy Girls and I was watching it on Netflix and it was just an entrance into this world that I just didn't know anything about. And I was so invested <laughs> in and still am. I think I have one episode left in the, the final season and, and just learning about everything that was going on in Ireland at that time and just following the story of these young people. I was so intrigued. And me watching that, I wasn't sitting there thinking, even though a lot of the topics that are talked about in the show are are um, very intense at times, I wasn't sitting there thinking, oh, well, how does this relate to me? How does this relate to my life? I just allowed myself when I was feeling overwhelmed, when I was at home with a baby during lockdowns and just dealing with tons and tons of, of work that I had to do during that time, feeling very overwhelmed. It was something that when the baby was sleeping and I had a few moments, I would just turn it on. And sometimes I wouldn't even make it through an entire episode, but it was just something that I created, a space that I created, a a bit of a habit. But beyond that, of the habit of just, oh, let me turn something on. It was also, I'm going to turn something on that I'm really interested in. I'm super intrigued by this story and what I'm learning here. So when you're turning on something that you enjoy, it may not feel like it's that deep at times. And and even the way that I just described this to you now, I would not have been able to tell you about that this way in that moment. In that moment of feeling overwhelmed, I didn't feel that way. I didn't feel like this was something that I needed. I just felt like, well, this is all there is to do and <laughs> turn on the TV And that's what it felt like in the moment. But years later, I can look back and I can see, oh, I see how that show was an opportunity for me to just set everything aside that was going on in my life at the time and learn something else. And again, it was something else that is that has humor, but it's also incredibly serious at the same time. And it was something that I can engage in and that I can learn about and that I'm still learning about to this day. So that's the first way that you can look at your interests when it comes to feeling overwhelmed. And the second way that you can look at these interests and what you're interested in is that sort of deeper way of like, well, what does this mean? Why am I drawn to particular things? Or why am I, why do I keep coming back to this topic again and again? And maybe there's something there that can serve as a reminder or a clue to help me feel less overwhelmed. So one thing that I've done recently is I've started playing video games more again, in particular playing Sims 4. That's kind of my main game. And in doing so, I have started to just read more about what video games 
the role that video games play in society and in different people's lives. And it's led me to the work of a particular uh, researcher, futurist named Jane McGonigal, who had a TED talk about video games. And I'm now reading one of Jane's books, and the book is called Imaginable. And the book is helping me feel less overwhelmed. So I kind of followed my interests, my curiosities with video games, which led me to this TED Talk, which led me to this book. And the things that are in this book are helping me think a little bit more clearly. And they're helping me recognize where some of my overwhelm is coming from. And that's not to say that all the overwhelm has just gone away because I follow these steps. But what I have started to notice is that when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I can start to look toward the things that I know that I need, the things that have been helpful to me on the journey. So just a little recap. The first thing is your routine. Look at what you're doing every day. What are the small things that if that thing went away, you would be kind of bummed about it. And it might just be, yeah, I actually really like drinking my tea every morning. I really like filling up my water bottle, whatever that is, that small thing within your routine. The second thing is a habit, especially those good habits, those non-obvious good habits, the way that you create playlists or the way that you text your friends, just those small things, taking some time to, to think about that and let that take up some space in your head and say, yeah, I, I do do that. And I'm really proud of myself for doing that. And the third thing is to look at your interests and look at your interests in two ways. Look at your interest as, okay, there's all this stuff going on, but I'm just going to take these 30 minutes. I'm going to take this hour. I'm going to do this for me. And I'm going to just let that, let that be what it needs to be. And the second part of those interests is to go deeper and say, hmm, why am I interested in this topic right now? What books can I read about this? How can I go even deeper? So it's my hope that these are just some things to help you get started in creating that list for yourself of that that toolkit in a sense of, of where to go, what to do, what to focus on when you're feeling overwhelmed. And hopefully this this toolkit can only grow with time. And the more things you find that help you in that state of overwhelm, then you can also share them with others. So that's today's question. Feeling overwhelmed? What do you need? Thanks so much for listening. I'm Morgan Harper Nichols.